Welcome back to Sort of Star Wars Podcast, the podcast that's sort of about Star Wars and sort of about everything else. And today is not a Star Wars episode. Today we're going to be talking about my latest two-week challenge, which was the carnivore diet. So, let's do it. This is a sort of Star Wars podcast. This is where the fun begins. I feel the force. So if you haven't listened to my other two-week challenge episodes, it was about giving up caffeine for two weeks, and the other one was getting up before 5 a.m. every day. I'm trying to do things that are supposed to make my life better, but only do them for two weeks at a time to see if I actually like them or if they improve my life at all quick update on the getting up early routine. I still try to do it several times a week. I fail often, but anytime I can force myself out of bed, I always enjoy the extra time in the morning. But today we're talking about carnivorism. Well, maybe we'll call it a modified carnivore diet. Basically only eating animal products. So that would of course include all the main meats plus dairy products, eggs, and honey. But why carnivore? Well, mainly because I had asked for suggestions for challenges and someone recommended it. So why not? I'm sure some of you are thinking, wow, that's so unhealthy. Just eating meat, no vegetables, you idiot. But is it? Have you actually done any research on that? We've been told from the time we could eat that vegetables are the healthiest thing you can eat. But I've seen and heard many things over the last two weeks of carnivore that have proven that theory entirely wrong. I'm not going to go into the debate at all in this episode because I'm not a health expert and I don't know near enough about the health aspect to comment on it. I'm a pretty firm believer that you can find whatever information you want to support your beliefs on the internet. I can only speak to my experience on this diet. Okay. Before we get too far into it, I wanted to give you a brief rundown of how strict I was on the diet. Well, actually how strict we were. My wife, Melody, decided to join me in this challenge. I don't know if she was interested in actually trying carnivore or if it was more the fact that she didn't want to have to make separate food just for me. This diet, well, any diet really, is definitely easier if you do it together both for cooking purposes and for keeping each other accountable. Okay, so that out of the way, let's get back to our diet. What did we actually eat? We decided to not do only meat because it would be too difficult and too expensive. There has to be some sort of practicality or sustainability to these challenges or else they don't work. So for sustainability reasons, we allowed ourselves to have things like milk, sour cream, condiments, herbs and spices, cheese, processed meats, and most importantly, alcohol. All these things helped make the diet actually doable and enjoyable. I definitely wouldn't have gone able to go two weeks with only meat. And some people go even further where they do only beef. Um, But yeah, we did not do that. I would say the first thing that I noticed while on the diet was my bathroom visits. Yikes. I was told ahead of time that I would probably get something called the keto flu. 
I don't know how it all works, but apparently your digestive system gets used to processing carbs. And when you don't have carbs to process, it goes into ketosis. Maybe that's not exactly right. I don't know. I'm not a doctor, but it's fine. After a few days of loose bathroom visits, that started to go away. Some days I didn't even need to poop. And when I did poop, it was substantially less waste than before. So that might be a little graphic, but I did find it pretty interesting how much less waste there was compared to my regular diet. I've heard that for some people, the keto flu can last a few weeks. Don't ask me if Melody got it or not. I have no idea. So don't ask. Don't ask. I don't know. The second thing that I noticed was that snacking on the carnivore diet was very difficult. Carnivore does offer some great foods, bacon, burgers, steaks, but those aren't items that you can just pop open your pantry and grab. They all take preparation, cooking in a pan or air fryer or grilling something, but I don't feel like waiting for that or creating such a mess just to get a snack while I'm watching a TV show. Now, don't get me wrong. There are great snack options for meat eaters. There's beef jerky, Slim Jims, and other types of meat sticks, bologna, and that type of stuff, but all those things are super expensive. Processed meat isn't cheap, apparently. Now, if you want to be less strict, there are options like string cheese or plain yogurt, that type of stuff. But when I wanted a snack for watching a show or movie, I wanted like popcorn or Doritos or even like chips and salsa. Some of these aren't necessarily bad for you, but I just couldn't have them. So I'd open the pantry, realize there's nothing in there for me to snack on, which was probably the best thing for me anyway, because I would just not eat a snack. But out of all the things I missed eating, it was definitely sweets. Ice cream and cookies and chocolate. I was told by a veteran carnivore that this would go away eventually, but I think it probably takes more than two weeks for that to happen, and I don't know, honestly, if that would ever happen for me. I did slip up a few times when it comes to eating sweets. The one time was with Maggie. Uh, Maggie is our Uh, daughter who just turned five it was her birthday melody made some sugar cookies and then we decorated them as a family during her birthday celebration and then we enjoyed eating them together as a family and of course me being the awesome dad that i am i didn't want to offend maggie by not eating her birthday dessert you know i did it for maggie you're welcome maggie the second time was also maggie's fault it was at her birthday party To help celebrate the kids' birthdays, we invite their grandparents over for a dessert. So that happened a few days after Maggie's actual birthday. Again, to avoid being rude, I ate a small piece of cake and a teeny, teeny scoop of ice cream. Just enough to remind me how much I love sugar. I didn't regret it either time. Maybe it made me, quote, fail the challenge, but it was totally worth it. But that does kind of lead me into my next point. Is carnivore sustainable. I think rather than carnivore being strictly meat, I would per, I would pursue a more meat-based diet. That to me would be something I could stick to more. When I make a meal for myself, I can just eat the animal products. But if I go so to someone's house or to a restaurant and they put onions and mushrooms on my steak, I'll just eat it. Not that big of a deal. Or if I'm at my kid's birthday party and they want a cake and ice cream, I can eat it without feeling bad because I know the vast majority of the time I'm not eating that stuff. We actually had a 
get together uh, where my parents offered to buy us subs from Jersey Mike's because 100% of their proceeds that day went to the Special Olympics. And so my parents were like, hey, guys, you can come over. Uh, We'll buy the subs. And me being like, I love subs, you know. Um, And, of course, you know, they're willing to pay. I love free food, you know. Um, But then I'm like, well, I can't have the bread. And I can't have anything that has lettuce or tomato or onion on it. So I'm like looking through their menu. Oh, okay. So I see on the menu you can get uh, any of the subs as a bowl, basically, where they take the everything that would be in the bread and throw it in the container. Um, and then I got, so I got the cheesesteak because that didn't have, it had like some peppers in it, um, but very minimal um, other than just the meat. But like, it's crazy how much of a sub is the bread because when you see the sub and then you see just the meat from that sub in a bowl, you're like, wow, that is not much food. Um, so yes, things like social gatherings, I would love to just be like, yeah, I can have a sub today because the rest of the time I'm not eating that kind of stuff. It might mess me up for a day, but then I'll go back to my regular meat based diet. Um, also carnivore can be very expensive if you just stick with the just meat, unless you want to eat highly processed meat, like, uh, lunch meat or something like that. Um, bologna, that kind of thing. Um, or, uh, if you're into like very, if you go the other way to go very inexpensive meat, like those questionable, like burgers and chicken patties and stuff like that. Um, they usually don't taste the best anyway. Uh, and I think it'll be hard to stick to the carnivore diet if you're on a fixed income or budget because then you end up buying that cheap stuff which has a lot of stuff that's not good for you in it um bread potatoes and pasta are probably the cheapest and most filling foods out there um meat is very filling but it's not cheap especially when you eat only meat for two weeks it wasn't bad we could afford to do that but i don't think it could permanently fit into our budget to eat only meat My last kind of big point of the carnivore diet is that eating just wasn't nearly as fun. I felt so restricted and tempted just for like a little thin mint or starburst or even just a clementine. Just something sweet to have after all that savory meat I had for dinner. I longed for a bowl of ice cream. Longed for it. Eating just seemed to be so functional. I wasn't really ever feeling hungry, but I never really wanted to eat either. And eating wasn't an event. It was just you eat to not be hungry until the next meal. It's not enjoyable necessarily. It's just functional. I just didn't want to eat meat anymore, which is crazy because I love meat. If you think of like my favorite meals, steak, burgers, shrimp, you know, that kind of stuff, even like ring bologna and cheese, like all that stuff. But I just wanted something, I just wanted some like nice smooth mashed potatoes to like stick my steak into and eat it that way or a warm toasted bun to go on my burgers like warm bread soft bread oh so good um or even just like i'm looking in the fridge i see this jar of pickles and i'm like oh pickles they're not bad for you you know it's a cucumber and uh but i'm like oh can't have that nice sweet crunchy pickle um but yeah it was just, I was just bored at meal times, And which has, don't get me wrong, 
my wife did an amazing job of mixing up the meals. But every time it was just like, oh, more meat. So, closing thoughts. The carnivore diet was probably my most difficult challenge yet. Even more difficult than the no caffeine. I did not enjoy mealtimes or most snacks. And I barely lost any weight. The goal wasn't to lose weight, uh, but I was hoping it would be a uh, very convenient side effect. Uh, And I definitely wasn't calorie counting. Like I was eating five strips of bacon for breakfast and three eggs and a cup of milk. You know what I mean? But I thought cutting out almost all the sugar and carbs would help me lose some pounds. And it did, just not as much as I wanted. In two weeks, I lost three pounds, maybe four depending on which way I leaned on the scale. Uh, and some of, you, some of you are saying in two weeks, that's awesome. But I was not impressed. I would have rather had ice cream and just kept those three pounds. I also think carnivore by itself is too hard to maintain, like many diets. I think with slight modifications, it could be doable. I also felt a lot better uh, on carnivore diet or, meat, or the meat-based diet physically. It increased my energy. I was hungry less. It increased my sex drive noticeably. Eesh, awkward, Ryan. Hey, yeah, I know. But it's definitely true. And I did lose weight, even if it wasn't as much as I hoped. So it had a lot of good things going for it. I just didn't enjoy mealtimes anymore. So was it worth it? Well, I'll tell you this. I stopped carnivore diet on a Monday. After that week and the weekend of going back to my normal diet... I went back to a meat-based diet the following Monday. So I went only a week off of the carnivore diet before going back onto a meat-based diet. At the current time, I'm still trying to avoid carbs and sugars but not be too, too picky. Mostly just eating the meat. Even at dinner times, if my wife cooks green beans and steak and potatoes, I will just eat the steak. I just felt really bad the first week off of carnivore diet, like bloated and sluggish and in the bathroom way too much. Like, honestly, that was a huge change. I wasn't enjoying it. Now I have meat at mealtimes, but if I do want to have some chips and salsa or I find a York peppermint patty in the back of the freezer, I'll just let myself have it. I think everybody should at least try the carnivore diet or a meat-based diet, which is basically like a keto, I guess, diet and see what they think. The pros may outweigh the cons for you, or you might just get sick of eggs and chicken on your second day and you'll never want to go back. But nevertheless, at least you tried it. That's pretty much all my thoughts there on the carnivore diet. Uh, Thanks everyone for listening. Thanks to our patrons for your ongoing support of the podcast. That would be Allie, Brad, Aaron, Tim, McPeachy, Tyler, Spicy J, Casey, John, Melissa, Dan, Valerie, and Josh. You guys are super awesome humanoids. Also, if you have any two-week challenge ideas, let me know. I'm on Instagram at Sword of Star Wars, Twitter at Sword of Star Wars, Facebook at Sword of Star Wars. And be safe, be courteous, bye!